Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. So all I do is hustle. With, um, like, I'm not sure how the mastering works. Um, when, when, when something gets played, like, let's say your song gets played in a, in a movie and stuff, how does the royalties, how does that work? Uh, See, that's the part that sucks. That's the part that sucks because if you don't own your rights, you don't get jack. Right, right. So, So it's been years where we've had to, we've had to sit there and watch our stuff on television. And not get nothing, get nothing for it. But you fight through that, and you use it. You know, you could either look at you could look at the glass half empty, or you can look at the glass half full. Okay, I got right. a commercial out. Uh, let me put okay. up some emails. We're touring. Let me get. Let me hustle this. Let me hustle my own money up off of this because it's still my song in the end. I've already. That's already in the cake, baked in the cake. I, I'm not gonna worry about that because that doesn't serve me. Right. What serves me is getting paper. So what can I do? I'm going to pretend like I'm getting paid. And then everybody else is going to give me more money. And that's how I survive. And then we don't, you know, we we get royalties, but we don't get what we're supposed to. Right? Right. You know, it's like pretty getting, amazing if you, if, you, if you really think about that. Like, the fact that, you know, they're not getting what they're supposed to be getting, but still grinding, still going. The fact that, you you know, you, you, it's it's there, but... You're moving on to things, and eventually, it's gonna come full circle, right? Is yeah. That, yeah. If okay. I if I had quit, there's no guy because he We're in it now, so so now you're getting paid on so many different levels that don't have nothing to do with the record company. Cause see, the record company right. get there a little bit, but now it's up to me to negotiate. That's why I have an agent, and my agent negotiated an incredible deal. I wouldn't have been able to do that on my own, right? And that's what. And that's what I don't want to move off of just too quickly yet, because you're talking about all these associations that you're joining. You're talking about learning SEO. You're talking about being in marketing, talking about doing the speaking on top of what you actually do from day to day. So how much time do you spend or would you say you spend just on learning and being involved in these other things opposed from DJing and being in the club? Just how much time do you stand? I don't do in the club no more. But I'm, I'm, I'm preparing every 24 hours a day. I'm preparing right now because I don't thought of the three or four hustles just, just in this conversation, just by y'all reaction, just by seeing how y'all sitting there listening to me. I get to test all my analogies. These, these podcasts and me talking to people is like damn therapy. Me, me and uh, DC are doing a podcast on our own now. I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you get to meet Smart new people. Play, you get man. to meet new people. You get to throw, get thrown awesome. snowball questions. You get to adapt to different people. You meet different people from different walks of life. You be, I do podcasts all over the world. And I've gotten so good where people be nervous and I'll be like, just push the button. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Just push the button. Yeah. That's all you got to do because whatever you ask me, I know the other 15 questions you want to ask me. Right? And I know you guys are really like, like from what, what I gather, you guys really are, are interested in the whole dynamic of getting paid with the with the industry but th- that part right there it's not about your talent it's about your deal right so if you got a bad deal then most people just they, 
a record company can, can bleed you out because they know you're not, not yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah. They know you're not gonna try. They know you, they, you can't withstand them legally. But, but if people learn how to, if you, I'm not saying I'm becoming a lawyer. I'm becoming a paralegal. Paralegal. Paralegal is the do people for the lawyers, right? So yeah. all I gotta do is figure out what a paralegal would do. Now I get to read all. I know where to go and get the cases, case law. I know how to win my case from me just hustling on my own. But see, you got to be willing. Everybody ain't willing. Cats come to me all the time be like, DC, man, put me in the game, man. I know you got a label. I was just like, no, nah, but I can help you. And they be like, cool. And I'm like, I'm going to send you this file. There's a book in that file. Read that book. If you don't want to read or can't read, I got a video there for you. Come back to me when you finish it. Right? And I can tell you, 99% of people do not come back to me because everybody wants to be a star. Yeah, yeah. Right? And for the, that 1% that I had an uh, Army veteran, Cordell, and he just talked talk about gangsters, rap. He talked about his trials and tribulations in Afghanistan and foxholes, and he would he'd do it magnificently. And he said, he came back and he said, okay, man, I read it, man. I kind of get it, but I still don't kind of understand, man. Why does this, this? I was like, look, man. And I explained it to him, right? And he's like, I get that, but, but don't I need to go to the clubs and don't I need to get on radio? I was, I was like, no, nah, man. I said, you're missing the, the point. The point is, is I f- have full confidence that you will not get t- taken advantage of like I got taken advantage of. Because I gave you the back end first. See, the front end is the money, the cars, the girls, the fame, the stardom, all that. But what happens when that fades? What do you have left? Do you have your rights to your record? If you have the rights to your record and you got a mediocre record, you can live forever. You can live off that record forever. Because you can license it. But if you don't, you will become old and bitter. And you, be- and you keep trying to get that past glory by making new records. And you're stuck at a time warp. And it's just, it just, it becomes sad, right? So I chose to educate. But did you always, so did you always have that drive and that kind of like thirst for knowledge when you were younger? Call me DC the Brain Supreme for a reason. You know what I mean? Like for real, for real. (laughs) And I I, I owe it to my parents because my parents, you know, they work like a dog. For real. It's like, I had chores beyond chores. Like, I've been stemming collard greens and shucking peas since I was five years old. And my father made me shovel the snow and cut the cut the grass and mow, you know, cut the hedges and trim the trees and what's the one I had to do. I had to put in work. And if I didn't put in work, I couldn't go play with friends. We love to play. And I'm so grateful for that because as a grown-ass man, I do not fear work. It's all about the education. I have never man. not known work. That's what it feels like, yeah. So I've never not it. known how to hustle. I've never not. Oh, and now it's just about the knowledge, right? And right. I, you know, I'm not in my feelings, right? I've learned to control my emotions. Like the way I do it is, I love to be wrong. I love making mistakes because, you know, being wrong is the path to being right. You know, you're arguing. Mm. We all get in arguments with people, right? And we all know people who just love to argue. And I don't be arguing with folks. I'll be like, you know what? You're right. But they still keep arguing. And what they're doing is that <laughs> they don't realize that they keep going down further and further and further in the rabbit hole of untruth. 
And because I let it go and I took my pride and my ego out of it, my mind is open to every possibility that life has in front of me. And I flourish. Now, that's just eat me up inside. I'm dying inside, right? You know what I mean? But the key to it is, is that you just don't react. You can be, you can feel some type of way inside, but you can never react because when you react, that's what draws you into the fire, right? And when you just, if you just stop, put it in your pocket, that negative energy becomes positive because you didn't react. And now you got experience. For me, I got so many experiences where I was pissed off about something. Or if something happened to me that when I go in for audition and acting, or if I had to do a voiceover, I could channel that just like that. And now it's real. I don't have to look for a character or become a caricature. I go back to when I was arguing with that stupid ass girl last week, and now the character becomes me. <laughs> right? See, that's the question I wanted to follow up on. When's the last time, though, you just couldn't control it and you just had to react? Someone was just saying something so it don't happen. You just had it to let it happen. happen. I walk away, man. You know what I'm saying? You you push the damn button, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it kills me inside, but I, I I don't do that. I don't, I don't. You can't. I can't afford to, right? Because one, you know, it's it's the it's the you can't. Your reactions can can change your life in ways you they have consequences. You know. Just like 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 you went on stage and slapped your boy. That got consequences. <laughs> it might have felt good in the moment. It might have been. It might have been an out of control situation. But you best believe that that's going. There ain't going to be. He, he ain't going to get no. That, that's it. He might be able to fight through it, but just the, what you got to go through because you did that. When if you hadn't done that, you'd be the talk of the, the talk of the town, the talk of the world, and everything be coming in your way. DC, why do you think he did that? Don't matter. I'm not even going to speculate. Well, I, 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 you know what? I, this, this is he. It, 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 it could be, it's as simple as this to me. He just lost it. That's it. He lost it, and in that moment, he didn't realize you that. It, don't you? You know, he he, he he tainted. You know, Hattie Jackson, City Portier, Ford Whitaker, Jamie Foxx, Louis Gossett Jr. Whoopi Goldberg, right? Rashawn Ali, all the people, Halle Berry, all the people who have won Oscars and fought, right? Like he was saying, people were pissed off at him. Like you could, you didn't have it as bad as City Portier had it in the sixties, and he won an Oscar in the sixties. Mm. Tell me how. Tell me how the society didn't want to lynch his ass. <laughs> right, but he, but let's see, and, and I think that's what a lot of that's why I'm, I've always been a big history buff, and history teaches you, man, it does. And I learn from my mistakes, I learn from my trauma, you know, like I was saying earlier, sometimes you're just not ready, right? And that's my Aunt Judy tells me, she said, Baby, sometimes in life, you're just not ready. And perfect example, I'm in the Bowels of Disney 1944 teaching Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse how to rap because we did a Mickey a, a Disney record called Womp There Went. And, <laughs> and, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm teaching, they teaching me about anime. That's when my voiceover career started. But I wasn't thinking about that because I'm Womp There It Is. 
And I beat myself up for years because I was there, right? 1995, I'm sitting in the office of the newly formed New Line Cinema with the president because he knew my manager. And he's like, yeah, man, we're, 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 we're almost finished casting for this movie. I think I'm going to cast you. The lead's going to be, you know, we're, they're fighting for the lead right now. Will Smith, not Will Smith, but uh, uh, Wesley Snipes and LL Cool J. But it's going to be a vampire movie called Blade. I beat myself up for years because I was there. Oh I wasn't like that. I was like, yeah, yeah, talk to my lawyer. I mean, talk to, talk to my manager. <laughs> right? But sometimes in life, you're just not ready. Can't put a, put a pie in for 20 minutes. Expect it to be ready. You know what I'm saying? And now I got five movies under my belt. Four TV shows, tons of voiceover work, because I corrected that shit. DC, I got, I got a question to ask you. You mentioned that with history, you know, you learn from history. Why hasn't society learned from history? Because uh, everybody we- ignorant is everybody selfish, right? There, there are certain things you have to be and know about yourself to even be able to sit down and digest some of the stuff that has happened in history. Right, like most people, most people want something from history, as opposed to learn from history, right? And I don't knock nobody. I just know that, you know, I've been blessed, man, because I've never not known love. I had a beautiful mother and a beautiful father. Never not known love, and my father raised me right. He made me be a man, but my father was an educator, and I learned a lot from him. And, you know, I don't, you hear all these things, man, from people where it's like, I can't do this. Or they don't, they want to blame somebody else. And it's like, you can go read out of the same books they read out of to get where they are. Because you got a phone. Right? There's no excuse. The information at your fingertips. You used to have to go to the library or, or get an encyclopedia <laughs> back in the day, right? You got a phone. That's that what I tell my boy B all the time, man. That you want or that can teach you anything you want to learn how to do. But that requires work. And it ain't for everybody. Think about it. Work, it's work not time, I guess, right? It's not even time. It's about how bad. It's about, it's about hustle. It's about work. You can know everything you need to know about something, but if you're not willing to put in the work, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna I, happen. Yeah. So what, what do you what do you so I, I noticed that you're you're gonna be getting into NFT soon, uh for yourself. What um how, how did you how did you what made you decide to come into that? Um Man, I've been in crypto for about about a year and a half. Year and a half now, okay. And I just and I found somebody who could teach me, <laughs> right? right? I'm not guessing. I'm not right like everybody. Person, yeah. Everybody's looking at these. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, you know, they, they, they call them coins. And they thinking it's money. And it's not money. They're tokens. And for every token, every token has an ecosystem. And for every ecosystem, there are new te- technologies that are being incubated. So whatever token has the most, if it's Ethereum or if it's Bitcoin stands alone, but if it's Ethereum or if it's a Solana or if it, whatever it is, that token is, 
all underlying technologies, if they blow, it's basically like you get to be an angel investor at the be at the baby stage of some of the newest technology on earth. Yeah. Think if think if nineteen ninety two you could could have been right there when the internet started and put money on it. <laughs> That's where we are with the crypto. Because when you say NFT, that NFT has to be under underlying token. So it's going to be either under Ethereum. It's going to be either under Solana. It's going to be either under... Uh, uh, there's so many now. If you got a metaverse play, you're going to be under one of those tokens. But whoever does the best metaverse play, hey, and the whole point is to do everything that you do in the real world and the decentralized world. People go like, your, their money's just in the air. No. It's decentralized because can't nobody manipulate it and control it. Therefore, you have control over your own thing. <laughs> Money's just in the air. That's but that's what people think. <laughs> people think it's hocus pocus. Yeah, they, they and do, and yeah. with any yeah. type they, of they investing, think, they think if they don't see it on their bank. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Their, in their hand with money. And with anything, there's gonna be wins and there's gonna be losses, right? But the whole point is educating yourself to a point where you make good decisions and you're not out of the loop. So if, if I can do an NFT where I could take old pictures of me and tag team and make it artwork, put it in a frame, put some lights on it, then offer dinner with somebody and some tag team ice cream, and that'd be the only copy of that, That's you know what that is? That's an NFT. All NFTs are, are baseball cards. So they are. I really, I really want that ice cream. I'm not going to. NFTs, NFTs, all <laughs> NFTs are Wu Tang album. The one Wu Tang album that's only one. That's the NFT. That's the best way to explain NFTs. Right, right, right. There's only that's, that, that. Nobody's ever heard that album. That album just keeps increasing in value. Right. Smart. Yeah, it's smart. Do art. I mean, you got, and that's why that's why I love to doing do it, these because it. I get to break things down for people and, and explain them and explain it to them in ways they understand. When I said baseball cards, I seen all of y'all's minds tick. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. There's more to it, of course, but that's that's it. That's the essence of it. So if I got, you know, if you got an OJ Simpson baseball card from his rookie year, even though he's OJ Simpson, <laughs> you that that is worth something. If you got Babe Ruth, oh, it's killing it right you got now, Babe man. Ruth, this really worth something because there's not that many of them. It's a scarcity of it, right? And then you you get it authenticated. Like when we go to, we did a Chicago White Sox baseball game, and they're like, "We got some stuff we want you guys to sign." I was like, "Cool, let's do it." But it's like, "No, we got to go to the authenticator to get here." Major League Baseball has an authenticator. Everything that you sign or you do inside a Major League Stadium has to be authenticated. For future prosperity, that was some of the coldest game I've ever seen. <laughs> but that got my mind to thinking, right? So it's like now, because of what I've done, and because you know I'm putting together pitches for all kind of brands, I'm basically becoming my own ad agency. With me as the star. Did you join an authenticator society or association? I mean, it's not that it's not that deep. I do that. For, I get. I do that for the knowledge. Right, I do it for the knowledge and the relationships, because I'm in a unique situation where, where people see me as this DC from tag team, but they, they by the time they figure out who I am, I've known them for quite a while because I don't tell nobody who I am. Right, 
you you you, you would never you, if you see me on the street you, you would never know who I was because I don't carry myself like that. And only way you'll know is if I tell you. People look at me like he looks familiar, but and the beauty of it is because the whole Geico experience was during the pandemic and we were all wearing masks. So I get to live my <laughs> so life, and there's something to be stuff? said for that. And I'm not needy. I don't need attention like that? that. DC, how do you leverage that? Because when they talk to you and they, you know, they think you're an ordinary guy, you know, you're looking for knowledge, you're talking to, you know, you're getting educated, you're talking to them, you're building these relationships. When they do realize, you know, you're DC from tag team and is there a way you leverage that and you see them kind of their eyes change or, or how it's already, it's already been leveraged that, that, that instant when they figure out who I am or when I tell them everything changes, you see those scales, everything changes and they treat me like a princess. (laughs) <laughs> There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? That they, 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 they really, it really happens like that. Like I'll be on a movie set or a TV set, and I'll be around amongst all these people. Nobody knows who I am, and we just be talking, and it's like double dutch. I just find I just wait for my time to jump in and tell them who I am, because they're gonna ask. Because I, you know, we just talking. I was like, yeah, man, I just got back from in town. I'm tired a little bit, and they were like, where'd you come? I was in Miami. We had a show in Miami. Show. <laughs> What type of show do they do? Oh, yeah. Um, back in the day, I made this song called Womp There It Is. So, so we do shows here and there. We do little nostalgic shows here and there. And stuff. <laughs> I love I love how you suddenly say that. We made a song yeah, called yeah, Womp like, Oh, like, hey, that's, that's what's up. Wait, wait. Womp There It Is. <laughs> what? Man, you a legend. The best thing about that is everyone knows that, right? It's oh, that's like, it. Oh my, it's not even specific. Every, that encompasses. Well, the it. crossover appeal yeah, of that yeah, song yeah. is the kind I of what know, I wanted to ask about you know a little what? bit it's earlier, song, too. But. It's a song with, with the same theme that every genre of music has. From country, blues, rock and roll, rap. It's about young men getting drunk on a Friday night chasing women and getting money. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's just a song, man. It's a song that hit. But it up. I've been able to make a career off of one damn song. Ain't too many people can say that. Multiple careers. Don't sell yourself I mean, short. You know, it's all me get all it's all in one. If it don't fit my one little ball of hustle, I have to say no to a lot of things. Right? But you know, I just love the hustle, man. I love the fact that. I'm better now than I've ever been in my life. And my goal is to be better tomorrow than I was today. Even if just just by a little bit, right? So so I hustle. I get up every morning. And like I got, I look like like I'm in a spaceship because I got four big giant ass screens because I multitask. I wrote 2,000 lines of code this morning. That's what I do for for breakfast, (laughs) right? (laughs) But. I'm not about to pace everybody. I try, every time I try to pay somebody to do something for me, they don't do it the way I want it done. Therefore, I got to learn it so I can teach the people how to do it. But then now I got a team, right? That's how you do it. But it took years to learn this. And, and one of the ways you can learn it is, you know, I'm not just a DJ when I was in them clubs. I'm your light guy, I'm your sound guy. I do your graphics artists. I do your flyers. I do your television commercials. I do your voiceover. I had to do everything. You had to hire ten people to do what I do, and sounds, that's why they pay like me on this podcast. 
Dog shop, okay. It like, sounds like me on this podcast, man. I do everything here. <laughs> but you know what? But here's the thing. DC. Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, from from the beginning of this episode, just, just learning of what you do, it just seems like you're, the, the gift that you have is you always want to learn no matter what. Whatever, whatever someone can do, you feel like you can do that job or just learn from it so you get a better understanding. Yeah, and man. that's one thing I, I really love, jokes aside, that's something that, you know, I think a lot of people would – need to learn this because I think we limit, we, we very, you know, in this world, we limit so many things that we do in life where we're stuck to this one job, we're stuck to this, you know, one sport or whatever it is. But the fact that, you know, you're willing to go above and beyond and open, expand your horizons. It's like a scarcity type. It's, like it's huge. And, yeah. and you never know what could happen. You're opening doors for yourself yeah. rather than just locking them. Right. And, and as you go, you're prepared. Right? And, right, and here's the thing. Here's the beauty of it. Right, I love when people come to me with their problems. You know, you know how they say in all them self help things where got to keep negative people away from you. Right, 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 don't hang around negative people. I was like, well, what if, what if the negative people around you, people you love the most in your life, they're not negative story because they hate on you. They're just negative story because they care about you, but they don't know no better because they're ignorant, right? Or not necessarily ignorant, but they just yeah. know what they know. And I love when people come to me with their problems. People always complain because I'm not thinking, why is this person always complaining? I'm thinking, there's a solution to that problem. Let me figure it out. And then now I can put that in my toolbox. Now I got a toolbox. I got a, I got a home beat. No, I don't got a home. I got, a, I got an Ace Hardware, right? <laughs> I put that in my Ace Hardware. And now I got a tool. That can help me later for that situation. I love when people give me excuses because it's like, what's the solution? They're like, what? I was like, what's the solution? And they can't even tell me because they hadn't even thought about the solution. All I do is think about solutions. And people are like, well, how do you, man, everybody ain't like you. I ain't like that. I was like, look, you got to know what you want first. And then I said, just even if you don't know the solution, you know the solution. Think. And this is what I do. I think of the most pie-in-the-sky, far-fetched, fantastical thing, solution, right? And it's way up here. And they're like, man, you can't do that. I was like, yeah, but, but I see it. And so, so, but what would happen if I came and inched my way back? Well, you still can't do it because that's, that's a hard thing to do. What if I inched my way back a little bit more? Well, if you did this, hey, you kind of doing that now. You inch your way back. You inch your way back. Man, I'm actually doing this now. I'm not as far off as I thought I was. And what you've done is you've recreated, you've created a reverse business plan with a step ladder to your goals and dreams. Because you've seen what you want. And you went through the steps, but you came backward and you worked your way back to practicality. This is what you're doing now. And now you got the steps. Now it's time to put in the work. And that's where we see what you're made of. And if you ain't made of that, then it's never going to happen. I used to tell my father all the time. I was like, man, I'm going to bomb my mom this, I'm that. You know, and it's like, I'm, hey, hey, hey. it's going to happen for me because I be praying. And he was like, son, he said, you can pray all you want. 
But if you don't get your ass up from on that apple tree, ain't nothing gonna ever happen for you. Like little little little, little things like, like that, man. That my father did for me, man. Made me the man I am to today. So, so DC, what do you think about um, you know, like you're you're talking about, you know, actually doing the work, looking at the reverse business plan, right? Seeing these steps and see if you can get there, seeing what you're made of. So nowadays, a lot of people are always talking about, you know, manifesting and doing all this, you know, this key, you know, these key words are always thrown out there to hopefully you hope and you get to what you're supposed to do. Is that all just mumbo jumbo in your mind or, or, or how do you think about that? Manifesting is just what I said. It all means the same thing. It's just how you say it. It's, so it's wait, who it's coming from. But, but now it's being used as... So now it's kind of being used as a keyword, though. Like people just say it to say it. It doesn't. It's not. Yeah, really but what you know, that's, that, and that's what that's why they call them catchphrases, <laughs> right? That's why because everybody wears them out, right? You and you got to come with something else. Like I think what what goes one one was a uh, rise and hustle or hustle and grind, and all, you know, they all out there. It's all everybody uses the same thing. Living my best life. I hated Yolo. that one, Yolo. right? Because it's like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate. What does that? that what does that, that really mean, that right? What does that mean? Are you living your life? best life, or in your mind, you got to say that because you know you're not living your best life, right? And I can take that one phrase, and I can come up with ten different analogies for that same phrase, and motivate people that, that way. Like acting was the hardest thing I've ever had to do, and every my coaches were always trying to tell me the same thing. Every coach was telling me the same thing, and it took. That fourteenth coach tells to me a little bit differently for me to say, "Oh man, that's what they was trying to tell me." Right? That's how it works, <laughs> and that's what I try. I try to all the analogies I've came up with tonight. You've never heard them before. They come from testing them out on podcasts like this, and I don't try. I just be trying. I just be talking. But I know when I don't say some Just cold, I know when I say some cold blooded stuff because it's like, whoa, I got a reaction. Let me let me vet that out, and it makes sense to me too, right? And then I just, I mean, like one of the things, you know, the pandemic did this for me more than anything. I vowed that I will not leave this earth regretting something that I wish I did that I didn't do. Period. And all I'm trying to do is talk to people, anybody who's willing to listen about the things I wish somebody had told me when I was a young man. Because when you get my age, you're going to look back on that and be like, I wish somebody, and I might not have listened because I was young and didn't give a damn. But I did listen. I listened to everybody. And as you get older, those things stay with you. And you start to implement. You might not implement them when you're 22, but you might do it when you're 28. And all that knowledge comes back and serves you in ways you just... So that's why knowledge is so important to me. I was having a conversation with my brother, and he's like, man, we're just at the age where you can't be taking risks and making mistakes. Well, I'm like, Shh. now's the time to take, make more risks and take, 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 make more mistakes. Because you can adapt. We, we, you got a lifetime full of knowledge that you can use to adapt to any situation. This is about how you adapt to things. Right? Life is baked into the cake. Things is gonna happen. It's how you. It's how you adapt. There we go. It's how you adapt and how you there respond. There we go. Right. And we we got to go ahead. 
we got a schooling today on this podcast, man. Like we got a schooling today. I know a lot of people listening came in thinking that we were going to be just talking about nineties hip hop and kind of going that way. But you know what? That's what I love about these podcasts. You kind of mentioned it earlier. You get a chance to talk to different people, you get a whole bunch of different perspectives. Sometimes you just get into a conversation that you didn't expect yeah. and just went off in the way. And you know what? I think that was golden. I think that's something that our listeners need and to hear. We wanted to talk now, about 90s hip hop. We, we could have did three hours on that. Any any subject I am versed in. <laughs> I am versed in. Right? Easy. I wish I wish Easy. my dad well, well, I, I wish my dad talked like uh, DC here because if he gave me this long, you know, talk about it, you just end up yelling at me. So, you know, uh, DC. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but what I go back Thanks. to say? What I go? What I say? The people that. Might be the most negative are the people that care about you the most, but the people you love. I care about you right? the most. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly. Yeah, but see, but here's but here's at, what so. you do. Here's what you do. Whenever that happens, yell back. That is no, your. Okay. That is. I use that as fuel. <laughs> that's the, that's the gas tank. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Right. And I was like, oh, that's what you do. That's how you feel. All right, let me show you. And here's the beauty of life. When when you succeed, nothing has to be said, and they gotta look you in the eye, and that's enough. That's enough. They ain't even got to say I'm, I'm proud of you. You can see yeah, it in their yeah. eyes. You don't have to beat them down about it. I was right. Because that's being selfish. <laughs> right? Because oh, that's Nick's it, move, it, it, baby. It, it's not your right to, to do that. You, you, you need to pat yourself up on the back and say, I earned this. You need to thank them because you don't go there if you're not pissed off that the stuff that they said to you and if it's not traumatic and if it's not toxic. You don't get to where you are because you get to where you are because somebody pissed you off and told you you couldn't do something. You said, "Okay, watch this." That's what I do. I'm like, okay, Keep, and, and, and here's the thing: everybody thinks that it's supposed to be split up, you know, equally. It's not. If I gotta carry people and they ain't pulling their weight to get my money. I'm going to get my money, regardless. I'm going to block that out of my mind. If I got a girl who don't do nothing for me, but I do care about her, and, and I'm stuck with her, well, then I just got to be stuck with her, and I'm going to get that out of my mind, and I'm going to go get my money. She's going to get something too and might not deserve it, but I'm still going to get my money. You see what I'm saying? You have to be, you have to put, put your emotions to the side, man. Like, I've acquired the ability to take any type of negative emotion, hate, fear, anger, envy, despair, disgust, sounding like Yoda. And <laughs> I've been able to, I've been able to just not react to it and put it in my pocket. I need some it DC kills my, my ego and sequesters my pride. Messages. You know what I'm saying? That's it sequesters your pride and it kills your ego. Right. Because ego kills men. Ego makes men become old and bitter. Ego what makes what makes our fathers and our uncles not want to go to the doctor and think they can doctor on themselves. <laughs> That's what ego and pride does. Pride makes you argue about re- being right when you know you're wrong. I don't need that in my life. I need clarity. So I've, I've learned to sequester my ego and kill my pride. And let me tell you something. Oh. Everything I said tonight, and I want to thank y'all for letting me come over here and run my mouth. Everything I've said tonight (laughs) is easier said than done. This is what I tell everybody. Because it never gets easier. 
never, ever, 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 ever gets easier, no matter what. But it does get better. That's mm. all you can hope for in life. <laughs> I'll leave y'all with that. All right. And sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we hey, we appreciate the conversation here. Appreciate the conversation. Before we let you go, though, we need your help here for another about three, four minutes here. You've been a smooth talker, but we want to see how quick you are on your mm-hmm. feet here. So we do a thing called the gauntlet around here where we just ask you some rapid fire questions. First thing that pops into your mind, shoot us the answer. And then that's how we're going to wrap this up and end it on. All right. So the first question, nice and easy for you. What's your favorite Disney movie? Escape from Space Mountain. What's the best Christmas gift you ever give? Paradigm earrings. All right. What's your best reaction you ever got from a fan? Recently. I, I have a spinning scoop. I'll be making spinning scoops, right? And the people who put on our tours, they had bought her daughter. She's like 11. And I was spinning it to and she was just freaking out that she was even around scoop. There it is. And after I got offset, I just <laughs> gave it to her and her mom recorded it. And it was just, you know, I, I put a post out and I said, there are times when I know I've been, you know, I've been graced by God. And this is one of those times because it made her so happy that just to bring joy to people. You know what I'm saying? That means everything to me. All right. Okay. This one's getting a little dark here. Would you rather uh, cut off one of your fingers or two of a stranger? Why? That's what I thought. Why? I'm like, hey, I got an answer for you. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're, you we're, guys you gotta you gotta, we're gonna you gotta end come up with a little context under that because that's, yeah. that's, that's like you got that you just i know we're just hoping we get like, that huh? quick reaction <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna end it on this one what's one of your guilty pleasure songs a song that no one would expect that you're into frank sinatra fly me to the moon <laughs> let me play them all stars. right all right you know what i'm saying like Words mean everything, man. The old school cats knew what they every, every song has meaning. And if you've lived those songs in your life, that's what makes you love those songs. So it could be a song in the 30s. It could be a song. Or as well as Uncle Luke. Yeah, right? Any of the songs, right? It brings back memories. It conjures just, it takes you right. It's a time machine. It takes you right back there. And I see it every time I go, party people, and everybody goes nuts. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. But uh, hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a good, good evening. Hey. Give me something to eat. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Peace, DC. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.